Hey, what's up, guys? This is the first episode of Thinking Too Much. And on the episode today, we have Ryan. Hey, what's, what's up, up guys? What's up, Ryan? Um, so we're just going to grab right into it. Um, I have it. I have, you guys already listened to the intro before, and you should already know what this show is about. We're just taking like one day out of the week and talking about something we probably shouldn't be thinking about. All right. But I think first today, we're just going to like kind of have a casual conversation. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing well. How's life? I feel loose. I feel good. Things are good. Things are good. Um, work's going well. Personal life's all in order. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the weekend? Good, man. I haven't talked to you since uh, the concert the on concert Saturday. The concert, dude, that was nuts. Yeah. So we went and saw Schoolboy Q and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, in Raleigh. Raleigh, yeah. So uh, what did you think of the comparison between Schoolboy and Kendrick? Um, Schoolboy, I thought, was a little bit faster, but I like I like slower rap. I okay. kind of like Post Malone. Like Post Malone's a little bit slower to me sometimes when he gets a little bit slower songs. That's why I kind of like Kendrick a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he put on a little bit better of a show though. Kendrick did or Schoolboy? Yeah, I t- completely agree. I yeah. thought Schoolboy had pretty low energy and he honestly looked a little faded to me. Yeah. So, oh, so we got our we got our new place to live by the way. You did? Yeah, you signed we got the lease? that. Yeah, we got no, we didn't sign the lease yet, okay. but we got the email today that we got approved for the application and we um, finally got the place. Fantastic. I know, right? Dude, we're going to have a deck. We're going to come over, drink a, drink a little bit of whiskey, smoke a cigar on the deck. It's going to be nice. How are you guys going to decide who gets the, the rooms? They're all pretty much the same size. Um, the only difference is one of them doesn't have their bathroom attached. Okay. So. Um, Rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, basically at that point. Um, so Tyler gets it. <laughs> um, I could see like a fight club scenario where we could just see the last man standing. Gets his gets his choice. Um, Chris already said that he wanted the <laughs> like he wanted his own bathroom, so I couldn't do much about that. Uh, but yeah, nice. No, I yeah, it's gonna be a good avenue space and all the boys together. Yeah. Anything else new? No. Uh, no, not too much. Yeah, work for me is work is work, right? Had a good Memorial Day weekend. Um, much needed. Rest and relaxation. R&R, yeah. Saw the new Star Wars movie on Monday. Solo? Yes. How was that? Tyler and I really want to go see that. Um, I thought it was the best Star Wars from the Disney movies. And some people may disagree with me, but um, the the other Disney movies, the two that continue the uh, the six original ones, um, just I, I don't like them very much. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I think Kylo Ren is somewhat of a neutered villain. <laughs> He's he's not like this evil yeah. guy. He's got a I don't know. You know too much about him, and it's too emotional with him. I, I don't like it at all. Um, but the new solo movie, you don't really know what to expect. They're introducing new characters. Yeah, it's a whole new backstory too. Well, I mean, it's from the books, but you don't. So you don't learn a whole lot of new things about Han Solo, but you learn how the things we t- know about. Yeah, how they took place. Got it. Okay. And it was it was cool. It I liked it. Yeah. yeah. So more of like a history Star Wars buff than like. Yeah. Yeah, I can get that. Like, I mean, I love Star Wars and I love the history and like the story behind it. Um, and I feel like I would really like that movie. Um, I loved, I loved Rogue One. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was actually a good bridge. Like we didn't know what happened. And I thought that I liked Rogue One too, and I liked Solo better. Wow. I will and, and. Chewbacca is now one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Dude, I, fa- I found out. Do you know who he's played by in, like, Solo in the last two new Star Wars movies? He's played by, like, this 6'11 Finnish basketball turned actor. Poor Zingod? 
No. It's not Chris Sapp? Oh. No. <laughs> really? That's cool. Yeah, I found it was some, like, random... I don't know why. I think it was just, like, searching the solo movie, and I was like, who plays Chewbacca? They thought it'd be a good Wookiee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the well, I think the guy who originally played Chewbacca, he kept doing it in the prequels, too. Like, even from the older movies. Okay. Okay. S- speaking of rap and Star Wars, <laughs> Donald, Donald uh, Glover's in the new Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. Childish Gambino. Yeah. What do, what do you think about... Donald Glover as a artist. I like as him a as musician. an actor. Yeah. I I so I listen to his new album. I'm not like that big of a fan of it. Um but I do like him as an actor better. Like I've watched Community. He's hilarious in Community. I've seen him on like a bunch of like comedy specials. He's great. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, he just does it all, but I think he's a... I prefer him as an actor more over than a rapper. I mean, like, I I involve things with him more as an actor than with a rapper. I, I would say, like, oh, I know him from... I would, if, like, if I didn't know he sang, I would be like, oh, I knew him from, like, Community, rather than, oh, I've listened to his albums before. Okay. Like, I would bring that up first rather than the other way around. I, I have not listened to his new album. Is it... I listened to This Is America. Oh, yeah. This is... Yeah. Is it politically charged like This Is America, the rest of it? Um, I mean, did you watch the video? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, everybody watched the video. Yeah. Like, who didn't watch that video? <laughs> I actually saw that video on Facebook today. With there the, were so many memes. With the audio cut out of it. And Kenny Chesney... Think, uh, do you think my tractor's sexy? sexy. <laughs> and, like, they had the dancing sync up to it. It was fantastic. But... Um, a fun fact, you know his song Redbone, right? It's the one yeah. where he sings in falsetto the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a woman singing <laughs> before I knew it was Donald Glover, but no, I think he's I think he's cool. How was he in the new Star Wars? Fantastic. Yeah. Lando Lando's character was awesome and I'm gonna do my kid Lando. <laughs> be a good name. <laughs> Lando Calrissian. Yeah, yeah. All in all, good weekend. What'd you do on Memorial Day? I know it's kind of raining here. Oh, so Sunday. Okay. Sunday. Did I tell you what I made on Sunday? No. So Sunday, I I texted my roommate, Tyler, and I was like, hey, Tyler, I'm going to make us dinner tonight. He's like, all right. So my idea was I made bacon-wrapped pork tenderloin. Sensual. Yeah, I know. Um, and then, so I took the, uh, the two tenderloins. awesome. And then I made, a, um, I made a rub out of plebano peppers, lime juice, curry seasoning, paprika, a little salt, a little pepper, uh, and ground up ginger and ground up garlic. And I just kind of like blended that up and then rubbed it on to the tenderloin and then I wrapped them in bacon. Oh, so freaking good. Did you pa- pan fry and then oven finish? I, I, did, I did, um, I pan fried them in canola oil yeah. on a cast iron and yep. then I put it right in the oven. Super moist. It was great. Um, cause you know how like sometimes when you like eat like pork chops or tenderloin like dry it, out it tends to dry out yeah. no nothing i think it was also like the grease from the bacon just helped it out too yeah butter and grease <laughs> that sounds like a tasty recipe if you've seen those I tasty did, videos i got online. the rub i got the rub off of um a youtube video okay uh, do you know like that al like the alamazam kitchen or whatever the guy who cooks outside no i don't see it oh you should look that up okay. it's cool he's cool all right well yeah, that's that sounds really oh. good. I'm sure Tyler appreciated that. At least we know we're going on. At least we know what, what things go on in our lives now. Yeah, I, mean, I only see you like maybe once a week. Well, About yeah, one, maybe once a once week. Once or twice a week. Yeah. 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 That's pretty it's standard. Un- it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, really. You've do you want, do you want to let everyone know what we do for a living? Uh, 
No, they'll they'll find out eventually. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's unfortunate. I don't get to see your pretty face every now and again. <laughs> All right, so today we're just trying to get like kind of like almost go down a, a huge hole. I don't know, just like kind of like a thought process. Uh, we kind of chose out some questions of what we're going to try to think about and have a conversation about for a little bit. So the first thing we just kind of caught our eye when we were brainstorming is, um, so the first question is, what is the value of other people's opinions of you and how much should you care, or if at all? Um, I know a lot of people have different kind of standing, standings on this. Like a lot of people like don't don't really care what other people think, and I know a lot of people have this kind of persona of they really care what people think, and that's how much almost how they judge what they do. I don't know if you agree with that. There are kind of two different ends of the spectrum in that. The, this question is so multifaceted. I mean, yeah, I think the um, approach of oh, I, I don't care at all what people think about me. That attitude is really propagated by um, unique artists who can get away with that because they're so talented and they're putting out such great content and they're, it's so unique um, that that kind of drives the not caring what yeah. other people think about you. Mm-hmm. Um, in practical everyday life for normal people, I, I think that's a dangerous road to go down. Um I, I just think that you would begin living selfishly. Um, I, for, for me, I, I think it's really important um, to, to maintain your reputation. Um, and there's a fine balance, like everything in life. You have to mm. kind of come to an equilibrium of um, not caring too much, but not caring too little. It's kind of like a Goldilocks situation in my mind. Yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm of the persona that. How can I put this? Um, I I I value my friends and my mm-hmm. friends' opinion of me very seriously. Um, I love all my friends. Um, they're definitely like the backbone of of my life. Like, I don't think I would be anywhere in my life without my friends. Yeah, or I, the can, people, I can or attest the, to that too. Or the people that I've had like awesome interactions with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think by far their opinions of me matter to me the most. Like. If you came up to me one day and, like, you're, dude, hey, get your stuff together. Like, you're slacking. Like, something doesn't seem off with you. Something seems off with you. You need to you need to take a step back. I'm going to take that to heart and actually do it. I mean, if it's some stranger that I don't really know or doesn't, who doesn't know me. Like, you know me more on a personal level. Right. And you can come up to me and say that. Um, that really matters to me. Um, but I... I I think there are certain aspects where, like, you just can't – you just have to not care what people think of you, like, when you're doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Like this, like, even, like, put, doing, like, a podcast right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I would – starting this, um, I think my number one fear was, like, people are going to listen to this and they're going to give me, you know, just, like, horrible reviews. But they're always going to be haters and, like – Well, you're I, opening I, up and you're sharing kind of a personal – Yeah. It's Although, even though we're not going into something super personal today – No. You're getting people are getting an insight into how you think, and that and that's kind of can be a scary thing. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like you're letting them into your brain a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like I think that was like one of my biggest fears when I was trying to do this. Um, I was just like, oh, people are gonna hate me and they're gonna make fun of me. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, at that point, I'm just not gonna care. What that's one think. of the situations you yeah. you just can't care if it's gonna stop you from doing something. Um, you know, that's not going to harm somebody else. That's not going to, 
uh, be a detriment to society, then go for it and and don't care what other people think. But um, I I do believe that if you want to be successful, you have you need to maintain a, a reputation and yeah, your re- sure. reputation. What especially you care about is gonna, especially professionally, is yeah. gonna vary on what field you're going into. Yeah. But your reputation is sort of like a social currency, mm-hmm. um, and it's how people trust you, yeah. how you develop friendships, yeah. and um, in that regard, it's it's extremely important. Yeah. Like, I know. I know. For me, like I ref hockey and. Mm-hmm. I have to have this certain stature every time I go on the ice. Like I, I can be a goofball with you or whatever, but I know when I when I step onto the ice and I'm in front of all these people, these parents, and even like these culture coaches who are even like who are 20, 30 years older than me, and I have to know the rules and I have to be mature when they're immature. Like I know I know coaches who are like or older than me would just yell at me, and it was only because they didn't recognize the rules. And I have to go over there and put on this kind of like. Calm down. Authoritarian. Authoritarian. Ref- yeah. Author- authoritative persona. Right. And tell them, like, hey, like, all right, take a notch down. I'll come and talk to you like a normal human being, mm-hmm. and we can figure out what's going on. And half the time, is people don't even realize what the what the call is because they've never heard it, or they're not – they're not – um. Little Jimmy's getting treated unfairly. Yeah, it's yeah. They, they 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 think they're they think their their kid is like the next Alex Kovechkin, and they're gonna go to the <laughs> NHL. And like everything matters to them, and if they don't get their way, they're just gonna be. I I don't like it, but anyway, it's the same thing. It's like you, I can't. I'm not gonna care what people think of me when I'm on the ice because I'm gonna keep the same kind of mature, authoritative stature, and that's what people are gonna respect about me. But in doing so, aren't you? Aren't you caring about what people are thinking about you by trying to put forward that front? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess if I'm out because you can go I, out yeah, there, guess, you know, shirt on yeah, yeah. disheveled hair. Yeah, but if I make a wrong call because, because, or oh, if I, don't I care. like, yeah, yeah, if I make a wrong call or if I err in some way, stick people, to your guns. Yeah, I mean, then I'm going to care what people think because they're going to be like, oh, this person definitely doesn't know what he's doing. Like, definitely right. doesn't read the rules, and that's why I got to stay up on that. Um, but I definitely don't care when a coach is like, yelling in my ear mm-hmm. and acting way more immature than I am um, or than his age but but I digress I mean <laughs> th- <laughs> this question like I wish I could make a living doing something where I I could do whatever I wanted yeah and make money doing that and yeah. and I wouldn't care what anybody thought of of that um, and I would do that if I could make a living and I would toss people's opinions to that to the to the wayside, but um, in professional America, to maintain a job, you have to care. This is America. This is America. America. But <laughs> on a social level, I think it's completely up to you. Yeah. Um, if if it's so personality driven. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's a unique I mean, because people people are driven by the way I know. I know some people I feel like are driven by the way people think about them. Like they're And that's where it oversteps the line. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it lets you like that yeah. sometimes their opinions govern the way you do things. And that's and I think people pleasers. Yes. Yeah. And I think that is uh not a good trait to exhibit. Um No, I, I yeah, I think people don't respect that too much. No, people don't respect that. And <laughs> man, it's gets yeah. into a keeping up with the Joneses scenario where um, 
know, it, you know, my friend Bobby does this. I, I got to do this um, because I care that, oh, he's got a nice car and I don't want him to think that I'm uh, not making very much money. So I'm going to get a, a nice car, too. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's a really vicious cycle that could be. Especially um, if you like consistently do it. It becomes almost habitual at that point. It's going to be tough to be truly happy with your life. Yeah. yeah. Or even with someone else. Yeah. So oh. getting into like relationships because. Oh, yeah. You gotta then, be true like, to yourself in that. Yeah, because in that case, you're gonna be with someone, right? Excuse me. And then um, you're really gonna care what they if you like, and that's the one person that you want to care what they think of you. Yes. At always, but I mean, like they should they should love you and be with you no matter what. But you definitely care what they think because on they're part of your life. And there's different layers to this. Yeah. There's there's the layer of okay, we talked about the professional layer. And then there's the politeness layer, let's say. Yes. Um, at, and then there's your personality layer. Yeah. And I think at the at the personality and like expressiveness, you sh- you probably shouldn't really give a damn what other people think. Um, what you're talking about in the relationship, you should be able to be your truest self, and your partner should be able to accept you for that. Um, but that's different than. Uh, being rude and ill-mannered yeah. to your partner or, or your friend um, and, and saying that's okay because, oh, I don't really value what other people think. Well, then no one's going to really want to be around you. No, and, like, you have to – I mean, like, they're going to love you no matter what, but you also have to – I think when it's early on, too, in, like, a relationship, mm-hmm. your biggest thing is, like, you want their friends to like you. Y- yeah. Or even, like, their parents. Or at least get along. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you if you need them to like you. I, I mean, mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. When I have one, like, I was with my first girlfriend. I walked out of and like I left, and after I met her parents, um, I I mean, like, on the drive home, I was just like, I really wonder what they thought of me. You know, like I'm like I kind of like I I cared about that. You know, um, parents, I agree. Friends, y- yeah, it'd be nice if they like you, but it's not everything. Yeah, yeah. But you, you do want to get along with the significant other parents. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I was gonna type to you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, that I, I want to agree with that. And uh, you're, you're correct. There are definitely multiple layers to this situation and there are tens of thousands of situations where this theory applies and where it doesn't apply, mm-hmm. like where it's advantageous and where it's not advantageous. Um, but I don't think it's like something you should always consider. Yeah. It, you've got a problem if it's. If it's the top, if that's the only thing you think about when you go out in public or something like, yeah. Oh, I, I'm at the grocery store. Like, because I wonder what people to, think about me. You're not that's, gonna be, no, that's yeah, so and you're not gonna be able to be yourself. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be putting like, on you're a always, show. You're always gonna be thinking like, well, if I do this, what are people gonna say? Or if I do that, what are people mm-hmm. gonna say? Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I've definitely thought about that before. Like, I think I think everybody has at least one point. I think life. almost every human being goes through that oh, in yeah. middle school. Oh yeah, and you know, like. I remember, maybe it was just me, <laughs> but I went through Bring that phase the days. where, yeah. Peaked you, in middle school. Oh, man, I, I got I got to make sure my hair's looking good. Like, I'm wearing my Axe body spray. Axe body spray, Like, yeah. I wanted to be, I really cared what, you know, especially girls thought about me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but that was an important part of my life. But as you get older, you learn to just not care as much anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, and you see people who age and... They don't care so much where they, like, let their personal appearance go and, you know, gain weight and just 
Well, yeah, because at that point, they've already established themselves. Yeah, and then I don't think that's a great way to go about life either. I mean, you don't want to... You want to age gracefully, right? You yeah, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I think this brings us to our next... Like, not almost like a segue. We, we have, like... We kind of came up with a list of things to talk about, and we didn't realize, but this other thing kind of, like... I would say segues with this first topic and the other thing, and it was like when you think of when you think of your best friends or people that are like closest to you what are the traits that make them a good friend um other than just like sharing common things yeah um I know for one for me is like a reality check some of my best friends they'll call um like like we won't have to we won't have to talk every day and I can pick up the phone, and it'll be like we talked yesterday. Right. And they'll know when something's up, and they'll ask me, and they'll bug me about it. They'll be like, hey, dude, is something wrong? And I'll be like, no, I'm good. And they're like, dude, something's wrong. And I'll be like, no, I'm good. And they come on, like, tell me. And I'll end up telling them what's wrong anyway. Yeah. Um, or they give me, like, a reality check. They're like, why are you doing this? Um, and it's and it's not that like, I can't think of it. It's like I needed somebody else mm-hmm. who knows me well enough to be like, dude, this isn't you. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, so, so one of the things you value a lot is is being held accountable, almost. Yeah, with your friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my I think my friends definitely hold me accountable for certain traits or certain things. They definitely know me, my tendencies. Um, so I think that's important. I think that's a very important trait that someone can come up to you and be like, and just kind of like almost give you a slap in the face, not an actual slap in the face, obviously, but. A hey, you're being a jerk slap. off. Cut it out. Yeah, a metaphorical slap in the face. Okay. Well, um, I I almost don't even think that shared interests are the biggest component in a friendship. Um, I I think friendships more than anything are proximity driven. Uh, you become close with people you're around frequently, um, or people I agree with that. who have a shared goal or I guess okay common interest yeah common interest is important uh, shared goal shared interest something um, but some of my closest friends here in North Carolina are were proximity driven neighbors yeah uh, <laughs> random roommates but then a lot a lot of my other core friend group is working towards this common goal um, at our job yeah. so so okay that's important but on a personal level what's important um I mean, but there's a lot of people we don't like at our job, though, and like we, and like sometimes right. we, so sp- like, and, sometimes, w- and sometimes we spend every day with them. Right, and I think I think that there's almost a people operate on different wavelengths. I think. Yeah. Um, and the people who have compatible wavelengths and are kind of on the same page about um, what they, uh, I don't know, their priorities. Let's say. Yeah. Priorities on the same page, um, personality kind of meshing. Those are the people that you stick with. That's why you and I became friends. I think. Um, yeah, we, we're we're I would say we're probably two the same two the same people. We kind of have the same thought process. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, we're into the uh, obviously we're into like definitely the same things, but we have our like similar opinions on like I don't know maybe maybe politics. I don't think we ever really actually got into that, Ooh. but uh, I'm stuff down. like that like. Um, money, like how to spend it, or just like relationship wise, like what's mm-hmm. more important here, what's more important there, um, and stuff like that. Um, I, I definitely think that's. I think uh, trust is yeah. is always in any relationship, I mean, yeah. 
huge one of the things I value the most. You got to make sure that people got your back. Yeah, and, and more so than yeah, I got your back. Um, but when you share something personal with a friend, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you know not everybody's going to hear what you're telling them. Um, yeah. And yeah, then that's usually they're not going to like turn their back and be like, you know, did you hear what Marshall just said? Oh, did you hear what Ryan just said? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't want your friend talking shit behind your back. Um, <laughs> so th- that's really important to me. Um, the accountability thing. I appreciate that because I think some of my friends will be like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't always respond to criticism as well as I should probably. Um, it's not like it's not like constructive criticism. It's like, I don't know. It's 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 something that you probably shouldn't – you obviously shouldn't be doing and you don't realize it uh-huh. until somebody tells you like, dude – what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't be doing this. And in that scenario, it can only come from a friend or I'm going to yeah. get really heated. Yeah. 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 A close friend who knows you. Yeah. Yeah. So in that regard, if somebody's going to criticize me, it better be somebody that's close to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's for instance, like, that. you know, like going, like if I saw, if I was living with you and you came home every night and you got like, you know, blackout drunk every night. And I right, and I knew right. and I knew you to be like a person who like you know it you know has a casual drink here has a casual drink there we have a good time on the weekends I'm gonna be, I'm gonna walk over to you and like be like sit you down and be like dude why are you doing this to yourself every single night like there's something that's got to be up yes that would <laughs> absolutely be something I would want from a friend yeah um I think another thing is oh god I'm trying to think of the word that I want to use for this. Um, uh, I just I can't think of it right now. That's cool. What what's the what aspect are you trying to describe? It's more like it's not like respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's I well I guess it also could be respect. Uh, yeah, respect, but also like supportiveness too. Like this, like yeah. I know for one fact that before I even went into any of these studios to try to like look at editing equipment or like order equipment or or do these things um i sat down with you and we had a conversation and you're like oh like hey what's up like and i and i had a i had a roaming idea i was like hey do you like come on start a podcast he's like one i know but for one you're like why don't you just do it i'm like i don't know like, i was like all these things like no he's like no like why don't you just do it I'm like, well, i guess i could do it <laughs> and to your credit man the next week you went out and you got stuff in order to do this and yeah what are we two or three weeks later we're yeah. doing it yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I think that's really cool. And yeah. um, it's something that you got to stick with, you know? Like, yeah. I would hate, like, I was doing this and you got to commit to it. I think pe- I think you or, like, anybody else I would talk to, like, definitely in the past couple weeks, mm-hmm. if anybody I would talk to, I would mention this. And if I went up to them and be like, oh, hey, I decided not to do it because I was lazy, like, you would obviously be pissed at me. You'd yeah, I'd be like, I feel like what come hell? on, Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with your life right now? Do you, when you get focused on one thing or, like, one idea, do you just tunnel vision? Sometimes. I guess it depends on, like, again, the situation um, or, like, how important it is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what stuff would work, too, like, if I have a certain project or I want to, like, 
go after a certain idea, I get tunnel vision. Yeah. Um, it's easy. I guess it's easy for me to do that. Um, I have tunnel vision with this a little bit, you know. I want to get this done. I'm committed to, like, writing episodes and coming up with new ideas and new people to talk to or, like, new people for us to talk to mm-hmm. at some point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, what about you? Uh, if If there is an idea or something that can really get a hook on my brain i that's like the only thing i, I can't sleep i can't yeah. focus at work if it's not related to work if it's related to work like a racing like, thought or i don't know for example it, i'll, like, I'll think like of an idea for a thought? business or something oh okay and i'll just like stay up all night writing down ideas and not <laughs> none of it's ever come to fruition because like you know the next day or the next couple days you'll think about it and be like uh you know that's probably not feasible <laughs> yeah. But at the moment you think that this is it or like uh with a hobby, you know, I've I've got some hobbies that I really enjoy and like I'll get fixated on doing this one thing involving a hobby and like I will just be thinking about it all week or yeah, I get, I get tunnel vision on certain things. Um, yeah. I can already tell that I'm going to get tunnel vision on this just because I'm enjoying this so much. Well, you've already uh <laughs> written out like eight scripts. <laughs> No, that well, it's not not that it's scripted, but you've no. already, you've I, I've already seen you put a lot of um, ink to paper per se for yeah. ideas, yeah. Um, and things which that shows I'm, me and, that you're really pumped about and, it, and I'm I'm happy to be a part and of it. And having conversations on things that we shouldn't be thinking too much about, <laughs> name drop. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things for me, like with friends too. Um. And I'm always of the fruition that even in relationships, like, when you're with someone, they're going to be your best friend. And, like, I think all these important traits are what those people are going to need. I I don't – I hate to, like, measure it up to, like, if I meet someone, uh-huh. I expect them to be, like, my best friends. You know what I mean? Hmm. I know, like – I know some people who have friends and, like, um, they're with people, but initially – their their people are like kind of almost too scared to say something to them. Yeah, just casual might... drinking buddies or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I've got two friends um, that I grew up with. Um, that you know, our parents were friends, and yeah, yeah. we were all born around the same time, and like we literally just grew up together. I moved away from where they lived, uh, which was in New York, when I was like ten. Uh, but we've through you know, cell phones through our parents making it a point for us to get together throughout our high school years. Uh, we've maintained a great friendship uh, all the way through now. And like I've been in their weddings, uh, they'll be in my wedding, and that friendship is is driven um, by the huge level of trust we have in each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> massive trust. Definitely nostalgia, you know. We They're family. We go back. Yeah. They are exact. Yeah. They're family. Yeah. That's yeah. the best way to put They're it. They're family without being that. actually family. Yep. Yeah. That's the best I way mean, to I mean, I consider it. you my family. I consider anybody anybody that I've um that I've met now, especially when I can call them up and have a full conversation with them. Yeah. Like my best friend and I, like a person that I lived with for a few years with, I know we're now apart. Um, but I can go up and I can talk to him. Is that Alex? No, no, no. Um, 
That's my friend Rich. Rich. Um, but I know I can go up and I can call him and like we'll check in and like uh, we'll be like oh, let's have a quick fifteen minute conversation. It'll be fine. We'll just talk real quick and then we end up talking for like two hours. Yeah. About, cool. And like just about like and it, like it'll just go back and forth. It'll be it'll be first we'll start be serious. Next we'll be like um I don't know talk about Star Wars or talk about the universe. Yeah. Like just getting into like philosophizing things. Um. What do you get the most enjoyment from in life? Uh, talking to people. Like, I that's one of the big reasons why I did this. Um, I like, love, out of any, like, activity? I any, love being with my friends. It's talking to people. And I love having conversations with my friends. Being social. Um, being social. Hanging out with my friends. I think it gives me the most energy in my life. Um, true extrovert. True extrovert, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm definitely not an introvert, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I'm doing this, I'm not an introvert. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Um, but that's definitely one of the biggest things that I that I love to do, and like that's one of the reasons why I did this. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's putting my almost like one of my favorite things to do, and I'm just kind of like making it a hobby out of it. You know, mm-hmm. um, recording it, and like it was the idea came. It was almost like I was having a conversation with my friend. I'm like, dude, I should record these because I feel like people would be into this. I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I did that. I was like, well, you know, I, yeah, I guess that kind of works. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it kind of, everything is, I'm, I'm loving how everything is just slowly coming, coming to fruition, you know? Well, I, that's awesome because, um, this is something that if this is one of the things that brings you the greatest amount of joy and you can share that with other people. Oh yeah. Especially involve other it's people. It's going to be successful. Even, like, my best friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's going to it's, it's go well. going back to the other thing, and I'm not going to, like, and it's going to be successful in my mind, and no matter what other people think about it, because I'm not going to care what other people think about it because I'm having so much fun with it. What drives you at work, then? Because I, it, do you get happiness from the work that we do? I do. I do like the work we do. I think it's very, very interesting. I think just at times you can get – it's really easy for us or – I know we're kind of being a little vague right now. Um, I just don't want to talk about, like, work. work's work. I feel like work, we talk about work a lot. Um, okay. But I think in our line of work, it's easy to, for us to get stuck in a rut. Yeah. Especially when, like, things aren't going our way. We feel, like, depleted, yep. unmotivated. Um, and that happens often, like, way too often. Um, and it's hard to get in a better mood like people will come up to me like oh well what if things were working like would you feel differently and i'm like i don't know like i I can't like i haven't experienced that so i can't picture that right um so it's kind of hard to answer that question um but like i think like again like a little tunnel vision drives me at work like wanting to actually break through at some point Mm -hmm. um it's it's a fighting you know it's 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 a fighting butting head type of thing that are kind of like going at each other in my own brain a little bit um, but I think like something like something like this, like starting a podcast, especially with some of my, my closest friends, I think that's a great way to like take my mind off of it. Yeah. Uh, and throw myself into something else for a little bit. Um, get a good hobby, like learn a new skill. I know I'm learning all these different like editing tools and stuff like that, and it's definitely a huge learning curve. Um, and at that point, if anybody really wants to do this, like you can. Like there are so many resources out there now, and you have so many different items. I mean, like, I'm sure you can think of something that people would want to listen to. I don't know if people are going to want to listen to this, but I think, you know, I think we're doing pretty good at this point. Um, You got anything 
Anything more you want to talk about? Well, I, I'll talk about the work thing for a second. Yeah, I, well, I what think about it's, you? Like, what drives you at work? Rather I think than, it's uh, what, what brings you the most joy. Besides work, what brings you the most joy? Uh, hobbies and relationships. Okay. Um. Yeah. Forever single. <laughs> Super um, unique answer, right? But uh, I think it's really rare. You're always told growing up that find something you love to do and just go do that for the rest of your life and uh, you'll be happy. It's hard to do. That's super hard to do. And it's yeah. very unique uh, to find individuals who are able to make a living out of something that they truly find the most joy in in life. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine's yeah. not even work-related at that point. I exactly. mean, I would love to find a job that – I mean, I'm, well, I'm searching for, like, that type of thing, like – my little niche where I can just like associate with people yeah. a bunch, but continue. So, so for me, the work that we do, I enjoy it. Um, and there's certainly days that it brings me a great deal of happiness, but I don't get out of bed every day, uh, with a huge smile on my face <laughs> saying, Oh boy, I can't wait to go do what I'm about to do. Um, unless I know maybe, you know, some good results are coming up or something, but, um, no, it's not, yeah. it's not the one thing I love in my life. It's, uh, it's the relationships I have in my life. Um, hobbies, I love motorcycles. That's like a, a big thing for me. Playing sports, I love being active. Get a yeah. ton of joy out of that. Going to Kendrick concerts? Yeah, I, I do like concerts. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I, it, I wouldn't say that that's near the top of my list at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I We could have a whole other podcast on... <laughs> happiness. Just, uh, yeah, happiness. On yeah. happiness. Maybe that's it. I think that's getting a little too deep for us. What? Happiness? Yeah. No. I mean, like, what I'm trying to get no at, way. like, especially with, like, this type of podcast, I feel like these questions are good, but I also think, like, really cool what-if scenarios. Like, like everybody has a daydream, right? Like, oh. you know, like, you ever think of, like, like a real, like, a ridiculous what-if scenario, right? And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. your mind runs with it? Yeah. That's, like, I also want to do that, like have a full conversation of just like what if this and then you can just dive right into like it like what if Germany won World War 2 <laughs> dude I gotta cut that out why <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking of what if like things that would alter the entire complexion of our of our world yeah I mean like no I mean like or are you I thinking would... like things that only revolve you well, I think well, one of the ideas or one of the questions of it, it's like, what if we all shrunk down to the size of insects? Would we survive? Would we survive as a species in this world today? Yes, because we have free thought and we're we're conscious. We would. But think about that. No, humans can because, survive anything. Well, well, then we would be the ones who are being hunted. Think about that. We would figure it out because we have intellect. We, dude, dude, imagine us insects. We evolved at being hunted. And we outsmarted all of the predators, and we are now the ultimate predator. Because we were develop, we were able to develop tools. <laughs> this is so far off topic. Yeah, we're really off topic right now. <laughs> well, I mean, I think at that point we could probably end this and, you know, say that we've probably thought way too much about this right now. All right, so we'll check you guys on in the next episode, um, and uh, have a good week. Peace.